It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Scott and Kat After 9 Podcast. Today is Friday, the 15th of November. We're basically into the holiday season. Uh, A couple things coming up at the end of this podcast, which is going to be a super short one today because we went really long yesterday. Sorry about that. But we are going to play Missed Connections. and, And yesterday we talked about shopping for sex toys. We had questions. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to call the Stag Shop here in Kitchener and see if they can answer some of those questions. Thank you for calling Stag Shop. I'm Anna Sue. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's Scott and Kat calling from 91.5 The Beat. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you have a second to answer a couple of questions for us? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Um, We do a podcast. It's very popular. It's called After Nine. And one of the things that we were talking about in yesterday's podcast was the fact that there's a gynecologist who's now telling people that you've got to stop using your electric toothbrush as a vibrator. So we suggested people just go to the stag shop and get yourself a vibrator. That's a great suggestion. I think so. No, we realize in doing that that we probably made people wonder, well, can I just go and ask questions? I feel weird and timid. What do you usually like to tell people if they come in and you can tell that they're a little bit nervous to be there? Total first timer. Well, honestly, it is a little bit overwhelming, obviously, when you first walk in because there's lots of stuff in here. Um, But we tell people that it's we're a very open-minded company. We are non-judgment. Whatever you're looking for, we can gladly help you with it. And any questions, we typically know the answer to it. So, Have you tried them all, or how are you versed on all the products? Um, well, obviously, experience is a great way to sell stuff, but also knowing the company and kind of the details on each and every toy really helps out as well. Let me ask you this. What's the most popular product right now? What's your best seller? Probably... Just your average rabbit vibrator. The rabbit. That's the, the one with the little bunny ears and it touches the, the little tickle spot up there at the top? Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> what if somebody comes in and they've never had it? You, you've probably had people come in that have never had a sex toy before, right? Oh, yeah. We get it all the time. Is there like an entry level? Do you start them off slow with like just a regular run-of-the-mill like kind of bullet kind of deal? Or, or do you jump them right into the rabbit? Well, it kind of depends on like what they're looking for, obviously, and kind of where they're more likely to experience pleasure, so kind of depends on that. Is it weird if somebody wants to do, like, other stuff and they're not sure how to get started? Oh, like, no. No? Like, what if somebody comes in and they're like, my butt needs a little bit of attention. Where do you point them in that, in that direction? Scott's asking for a friend. <laughs> I am not. I'm just, they, people have probably gone in there and thought, how do I get started? Well, we obviously point them over to where we sell all of our butt plugs and stuff. Um... And then usually we recommend a trainer kit or starting off with something small. You don't Uh want to rush into it. Well, you're not going to hop onto the big boys right away, I would think, right? Take your time with that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Do couples ever come in there? Oh, yeah, all the time. Really? Who picks out the product, him or her, in the end? Who makes the final decision? A lot of the times it's the men in the end, and they're the ones to come up to the cash register to pay usually, but... Wait a second. Guy goes up to pay, woman just peace out and walks out the door? Sometimes. Really? Or they kind of like stand behind awkwardly. (laughs) That doesn't happen, really? I I would think that if you're going in there to get that, especially if you're going in as a couple, this would be an exciting purchase. (laughs) I mean, it's not like a home or anything, but still. Some people are a little bit uncomfortable when they come in, so that's why. But 
some couples are really great. They'll come up together and just talk. And... Can I just say, so I, I Googled to find out your number. We know very well you're at the Manitou location, right? Yep. Manitou Drive in Kitchener. There's a great steak shop location, everybody listening, if you want to check it out. I'm just reading your Google reviews, and they're all like five stars. This one says, the staff at this location are the most knowledgeable and helpful. Someone else says, I love coming to such a positive environment. Someone else says, absolutely love the staff here. So an ode to you and what you do, because obviously you're good at it. Well, I literally just started working here not too long ago, but already I love the job and the people that I work with. The environment is very friendly. Let me ask you a question. When we're done work... The last thing we want to do is listen to music. When you're done work, are you thinking to yourself, the last thing I want to do is talk about sex or play with a toy? Oh, God, no. Oh. (laughs) Maybe it works the opposite way, where you're eager to actually use it. It's not like you're using it in the store when you're working there. It's true. You come home with a lot of knowledge, so. Do they give you guys, like, free samples and products to try? Well, usually if the company has, like products or samples or if we get new stuff in sometimes they want us to try it out obviously to kind of see what it's like and get recommendations and all that stuff what do you mean try it out like you would actually use it or you just turn it on and see what it the the vibrations like use it turn it on whatever really yeah well that's got to be a good perk for working at the stag shop That's great. Thank you so much for answering our call this morning and for helping us out here. Yeah, no problem. Okay, you have a great day. Thank you, you as well. All right. Fridays, Mondays, 745, right here on The Beat. It's Scott and Kat's Missed Connections. We're going to tell you the stories of people trying to find other people that they have had an encounter with in the past. Can't find them. So they posted the story online. This one is called the first time bus user. This is a woman for a woman. Hmm. You were the girl that laid a towel down in the city bus seat, just in case. In case what? You made it obvious it was your first time riding the bus. Asking a couple people around you if they were positive the bus couldn't just drop you off at your front door. I usually don't go for girls like you. (laughs) But there was something so sweet in your innocence. You told us a tale of how you forgot your Uber password, left your wallet behind, and someone kindly gave you bus fare, and you had no idea what you were doing. You didn't know where the bus was going to drop you off, so I helped you with your route. It was me and another person. You asked about the smells on the bus, and I told you... (laughs) It's a long story. (laughs) I told you about the normalcy of it all. We actually had one of the cleanest buses I'd ever seen. I've seen so much worse. Let me know what I told you as you were getting off at the stop. You seemed to do a double take, but the doors had shut and it was too late to talk further. Now I'm not sure I'll ever find you again. P.S. I still have your towel. So this is a person who'd heard a few things about the bus. A transit system of sorts. But wasn't familiar with how it works. First off, they don't drop you off at your door. That, that's a taxi that you're looking happen. for. Yeah. You're looking for a taxi. Can't you just drop me at my front door? <laughs> I don't understand. Wait, you mean I have to walk two blocks? Well, I don't wear the right shoes. Look at these shoes. And to put a towel down, I can't even criticize you for that. You know, I mean, if I had a towel, I, I might consider doing that myself a sure. few times. I mean, a lot of people, right? Or, or the hand sanitizer or, you know, they take precautions. Sure. Better safe than sorry. Clean, clean, clean. That's a really misguided perception, though, of how the bus works. <laughs> what do you mean? 
They can't just drop me off at the door. <laughs> you know when you put your $2 or $3 in when you got on? That's the lower fare that you pay to only stop at designated <laughs> that's, stops. That's the catch, right? I mean, everything has a bit of a catch. You pay more for an Uber, and sure, they're going to drop you off at your front door because you're paying for that. That's right. On the bus, they're going to stop a few times because other people need to get off at those places. Mass transit. Everybody's <laughs> welcome. This is how it, everybody should ride the bus. My opinion, everybody should at least ride the bus once so that they understand how it works. Right. And have a little appreciation for the whole system. And yeah, the smells are normal. It usually smells like that, just so you know. It's a combination of, like, B.O. and feet all the time on the bus. A little bit of pee. And some pee. Sometimes. I yeah. mean, it depends on what the bus route is. And we've never actually seen anybody pee on the bus, but it still smells like pee. It's, it's weird. It's almost like they build that right in. It's forever a mystery. We don't really know where the smell comes from. We just know to expect it. And that's okay. But guess what? It was only a few dollars for that ride. That's right. That's you fantastic. Saved a considerable amount of money. Smart is what it is. That's great. Uh, the next one's called the Holocaust Museum. Man for woman. I'm looking for a girl who visited the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. It was beginning of November. She was Canadian. And she was with her mother. I'm not sure of the direct connection they have to the Holocaust. But there was one there. Her mother was crying. And this young woman I was admiring had a single tear dangling from her beautiful rosy cheek. I said hello and asked her to take a photo of me, which she did. While shaking and sniffling, I offered to do the same for them, that they passed. Really? I tried making small talk, but it was a silent Holocaust museum. We weren't allowed to speak. All I could get from them was that they were Canadian. The ambiance did not help to set the mood. There is no mood. It's the stupidest thing. Yeah, no duh. There is the no mood. The ambiance of a Holocaust museum didn't get anybody excited. And you Ugh. trying to take advantage of this these people as some sort of a pickup opportunity? Very, very, very inappropriate. <laughs> but wait, there's more. The ambiance didn't help set the mood, but I would have loved to tell her she was beautiful. I did try to, but her mother shushed me. So that was that. If you know who this might be, please let me know. Well, there's only like four or five girls in all of Canada anyway, so you, you've got a good shot. It's a little bit of a shot. big country. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 well, I, well, I give up. She had a tear in her eye, and oh. you thought, oh, I'll get her to take a picture for me. <laughs> what? Come on! No! Stop picking up at the Holocaust Museum. Who doesn't understand that that's not a place to pick up? You know what, Kat? That's a great question. And I would think a question we shouldn't need to ask. Not the right time or place. Not the right time. Not the right place. They're sobbing away and you're like, hey, take a picture of me. Want me to take a picture of you? No, not with tears in my eyes and I'm upset. Were you got a grandfather in one of these photos or something? <laughs> Can you take a photo? Snap a selfie? Why would you want to take a selfie there anyway? Yeah, don't even take pictures. So disrespectful. Absolutely. I understand why her mom shushed you and she probably should have done worse. You're lucky she didn't punch you, my friend. Right in the face. You probably had that coming too. You have better luck on a piss-smelling bus <laughs> hooking up than you do at the Holocaust Museum. Let this be clear to everybody. You moron. <laughs>